Shalom Aleichem Kinderlech, today is the 26th of Shvat, Chavav Shvat. It is the yard site of a great, great Godel, Rav, the Taz, the Taz, the Ture Zohov, David Halevi Segal. He was, lived about 400 years ago, wrote a famous commentary on Shulchan Aruch, the task which everybody studies when you learn Shulchan Aruch. And one of the most important commentaries on the Shulchan Aruch. And the, today is his yard side. He was the son-in-law of the famous Bach. The Bach is the author. Bach means Bayis Chodosh. That's his name was Rabbi El Sirkish. He wrote a sefer, Bayis Chodosh. And people call him the Bach. Just like people call the Taz because his safer is called Ture Zov. So they make it brief, a Rosh Tevist, Ture Zov, Taz, sending with Bach, Bayez Chodosh, Bach, and Rabbi El Sirkish, the, the one who wrote the Bach, the Bayez Chodosh, on the Torah. Torah is uh, what before the Shechon there was something similar to the Shechon called the Torah. And uh, he wrote a very important commentary, and very, very important, very famous. So the Taz was the son-in-law of the Bach, so they tell a story about him that when he got married to the daughter of the Bach, the Taz made a condition with his father-in-law that he will provide him with meat every day. You know, today it's easy to get meat every day. Everybody can get access to meat. But in, in the ancient times, in the olden days, it wasn't so obvious because... Um, you know, it was, um, meat was uh, not easy to get. It's expensive. But he, since he's learning Torah all day, the Gemara says that if you want to understand Gemara well, you need to um, eat beef. You need to eat meat. So he wanted meat every day. And the father-in-law promised every day meat. Till the father-in-law couldn't give him the meat anymore. It was too expensive. And the Bach was not a great uh, rich guy. He was uh, actually quite poor. He was a very famous rov, a big tzaddik. He'd gone, but uh, didn't have enough money. And now he had even less money, so he stopped giving him the meat. But his wife found some lung. Meat was not easy to get. She found lung. Lung is the part of a behemoth, which is called the lung. The reya in Hebrew. So when he wanted to eat meat every day, she gave him, she made lung for him. But he wasn't happy. He didn't feel that the lung was good enough. Lung may not be real meat, he felt. Because lung is not as strong as meat. Doesn't give you as much strength. So he did the strangest thing. The Taz went to a Bezdin and invited his father-in-law to Adin Torah. He's going to sue his father-in-law. Can you imagine? Two great Geonim and Tzadikim who loved each other very, very much. And they respected each other. Suddenly the son-in-law, the Taz, the great Taz, because he didn't get his meat every day the way his father-in-law promised him, he sued him in a Bezdin. He went to Adin Torah. 
And the bears looked into it, and they said, okay, but you're eating lung every day. And lung is also meat. He promised you meat, since lung is meat. You're not going to cook a lung with milk either, just like any meat. So that means it's meat. So therefore, if he promised meat, anything which is called meat is considered like he fulfilled his promise. And so lung is also good. You can't sue your father-in-law. So people ask the Taz, how did you even think of suing your father-in-law? You love him so much. He loves you so much. And the Taz answered, I saw in Shemaim that there was a kitrug, like a, criti a criticism that was against my father-in-law because he didn't keep his promise. And because my learning has become weaker and with less geshmak, with less excitement, because I didn't have the meat that gave me the koyach, the energy to be able to learn well. So in Shemaim, they love my learning and they felt that my learning has become a little weaker, less strong with less excitement because I didn't have meat. And the lung is not as strong. It doesn't give you as much strength as real meat, the real parts of the animal. So I wanted to sue him in Bezden. So the Bezden will have to paskin that lung is also meat. Because if you mix lung with milk, it's the same avera. It's like milk and meat. So that means according to the Torah, it's considered meat. And my father-in-law is right. This way, that will take away the criticism against my father-in-law. I was afraid my father-in-law is going to have to die. Something will happen to him because of this complaint in Shemaim that he is causing his son-in-law not to learn with the same level of excitement. And that's why I did it. Nobody understood that sometimes great people do things that seem so strange, so strange, so bizarre. But really, there's deeper there. They see things that we don't see. And also what you learn from the story is that the Taz wanted meat not because he loved steak, not because he loved a good hamburger. It was tasty. He wanted it only for one reason, to serve Hashem. Here's a second story. There was a, 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 a man, a rich man in the town where the Taz was the Rav. And he had a daughter who became very ill. She became mentally ill. Right? She became like a little strange, crazy. And the doctors couldn't help her. They tried every doctor in the world and it didn't work. So the father of the girl came to the Taz, the Rav of the city, and said to him, Rebbe, please come to my house. You'll see my daughter and then maybe you'll daven for her. And Hashem will have Rachmanes and cure her. The Rav said, well, whatever, I, I, I'm not a tzaddik, whatever, I'm going to go daven. I, I don't know, man. why should Hashem listen to my tefillahs? But the father didn't let go. He begged him and begged him till he agreed to come to the house. When he came into the house, he saw, he saw the girl sitting there. And when she saw the taz, she um, turned away the other direction. So the Taz 
started speaking to her and said, why are you turning away from me? And a voice came out of her. It wasn't her voice. It was the voice of a dibuk. I'm sure you heard of a dibuk. A dibuk is sometimes a poor neshama that a person that's already died and has um, unfortunately been in Russia, has done a lot of Averis, and can't go to Gan Eden, and is wandering around because he needs to have a, some tzaddik should, should fix him and take away his Averis from him so he can go to Gan Eden. So sometimes, today it doesn't happen, but it used to happen in the ancient, in the olden days, that sometimes such a neshama that is so lost and has so many averas that it goes into the body of another person who is alive. And it drives them crazy. And that's why they become like crazy. Now, till then, people didn't know that she had a dibuk because she just acted strange. But when, when the dibuk saw the taz, saw his holy face, he right away turned away. And when the taz asked, why did he turn away? The dibuk spoke, not the girl. The dibuk spoke out of her mouth and said... I'm a Russia. I did a lot of Averis in my lifetime. And it's very hard for a Neshama that has done so many Averis to look at the face of a Tzaddik. I can't look at your face. Your face is too bright. See, a Neshama can see spiritual brightness. We can't see it because we're physical. We have a body. But a Neshama could see the spiritual light on the face of a Tzaddik. And so he was um, startled. You know, he was like a little bit stunned when he saw the tzars, he said, I can't look at your face, it's too strong. The light is too strong. So the tzars says, in that case, I'm saying to you in the schos of my Torah that I learned today, I'm giving it away to this girl so that you should leave her. And the dibuk left her. And she became healthy again. The father of the girl was so grateful that he wanted to give the Taz a present. And he was very rich, so he could buy a very nice present. So he bought, him, bought a beautiful present. And the Taz said, I refuse to take any presents. And now what does it say? Great people don't like gifts, just gifts. They don't need physical gifts. They're looking for more spiritual gifts, which only Hashem can give you. All right, somebody bought for the Rebbe. A new car. And the Rebbe said, The one who hates gifts will live a long life. The Rebbe didn't want to take gifts. He doesn't need presents. The best present the Rebbe likes is that you learn a Peritania by heart. Or you learn a Mishnah by heart. So the Rebbe said to the father, I, I don't want a gift. So the father went out and bought a beautiful talus. He thought a talus is a holy thing that you daven with. Maybe the talus will accept that. He bought a beautiful, beautiful, gorgeous talus and brought it to the Taz. And the Taz said to the father, I can't take the talus either. I like my old, worn out talus. Because he said, the Taz says he was already old at that time. He said, one day I'm going to have to go up to Shemaim after 120 years. And I need something that will testify for me. Will, you know, will bear testimony, will say to Hashem, I can say, I know I'm a witness that the Taz has never had a machshav during davening. That during davening, he never allowed 
a, a thought which was not connected to the davening to go into his head. He drove away every other thought and only concentrated on the davening. Never, ever, ever has it happened that a, a strange thought came into his head in the middle of davening. He says, my talus knows it because I davened with that talus for many years. So this new talus is not going to know. That's why I like to dive with my old talus. Schusa yagein aleinu. May his chus bring blessings and brachas to all of you and us. Lechaim.